Hello and welcome back to the Issues of Life podcast. Oof, we are on our consistency journey and yeah, so far we're doing well. I think we're doing well. Um, good to, oh God, this is sounding like such a, I was literally going to be like good to be back again, but it's giving such official formal vibes and there's really no need for that. But yes, I think I'm just very happy that I'm going to be consistent. I say going to speaking it into existence as well. And so with my weird introduction, let's get right into the topic. Today, we are talking about Gen Z's. And what is it about Gen Z's anyways? So if you are sort of current with affairs, at least if you've ever heard the concept Gen Z before, you know that those are people who are born from 1997 up until, I think, uh, people who are born, well, yeah, it's from age 97 on. I don't know where Gen Z ends and where the next one begins, but essentially, if you were born after 1997, you are a Gen Z. And I don't know if you've been seeing the... I don't want to say trends, but it just seems like Gen Zs have such a bad rap um, generally. And everywhere that you hear the term Gen Z is usually used in a negative light. So if it's used to describe disrespectful people, people who are obsessed with the internet, people who are stubborn, people who are strong-willed, and for the most part... If you hear someone even referring to you as a Gen Z, trust me, they don't mean it in a positive light. But what is it actually about Gen Z's anyway? By the way, fun fact, I, by year, I'm a Gen Z, but by mind, absolutely not. I don't, I really don't even feel like I fit in the generation. I was telling someone one time, like, I feel like those of us, 97, 98, maybe 99, should probably be classified like the bridge generation because i don't know if it's just me but i find that um the people who are in that age bracket we kind of have a millennial mindset but at the same time we also have the gen z factor so we're somewhere in between not totally millennial but not totally gen z either and so that's why i think like it should be a whole different age um a whole different generation or whatever like a whole different tag should be given to us but since they didn't do that we have to make do with the gen z tag and i always feel like i'm i was born like i was meant to be born in 1945 or something because i know the way i think and behave is just is different even for millennials i think it's different for some of them interacting with me but Back to the question, what is it about Gen Z's energy? Why do Gen Z's have such a reputation that is seemingly uh, problematic? Although, to be honest with you, I myself, I think, have used the negative stereotype a couple of times. And unfortunately, it tends to be proven right i remember being somewhere and 
there was without giving too much detail, but I mean, I think I've told some people the story, but anyway, so we were at an event and uh, there was a young lady, probably around my age, who was sitting on a particular seat. And so at the point she got up and after she got up, yeah, um, there was an old woman that came and sat on the seat. Now she didn't leave anything as an identification means to the next person to know that no there's already someone sitting here and so when the old woman came she saw a free seat and she sat and i was watching the entire thing happen so once the girl got up i was like she didn't leave anything okay that's going to be an issue and then the old woman comes in and i saw her going for the seat and i was like hmm, more issues and then i turned to my sister and i was like just watch what's about to happen and so the girl walks back and just turns to the woman not even smiling and she goes like Ma, that's my seat and my whole pre-millennial mind was literally going crazy because i'm like no. like don't do that uh, like even if which i mean she did she was in within her rights right because yes she was sitting there first and so i can understand wanting to Reclaim your possession. But to be very honest with you, I don't think I would have done that. I would probably have just let the woman sit or smiled at her and just let her know that this was my seat, but it's fine. Not necessarily leave her with no other option but to leave the place or the particular seat. Because, I don't know, like, I just... I just don't feel comfortable. I think in my mind, I prefer to defer certain things for older people. And so I just wasn't able to. I cringed literally just watching that happen. And I was like, my generation will always disgrace you. I mean, I have some other stories, but I'm going to stick to just this one. And following on on that story is the fact that Gen Z's always... Well, let me not say always, but I've heard in arguments between Gen Z's and millennials, Gen Z's accuse the millennials of, uh, of not being able to stand up for themselves and be honest or be blank or point blank about things that they feel. So in this particular situation, right, Remember I told you that my premillennial mindset was going to leave the seat for the woman just because, I mean, why would you drag it with someone who's so much older? But from a Gen Z perspective, that is such a millennial thing to do because somehow millennials did not um, develop the ability to stand up for themselves, right? And the millennials, on the other hand, the way I pronounce that word, millennials, on the other hand, would be looking at the Gen Z's like, oh, they're so rude, they're so disrespectful, right? And I think this cuts across into other things because Gen Z's are very quick to say their mind and to say what they think, what they feel about any situation. The cliche, oh, mental health, mental health, that they're always talking about. They are just very unapologetic about their opinions, right? 
And with millennials, it seems like, and you know, I was literally going to say we, like I'm a millennial and not a Gen Z. But with millennials, I think because I relate more to the behavior of millennials, I'd say that millennials were raised with, to be honest, fear of older people. And so you won't find as many millennials who growing up were able to say things as they were, right? And so they sort of were classified as respectful, right? But then Gen Z's are classified as disrespectful because they say what they want to say without apology, right? And so for me, I think I would prefer to find a balance in everything. You don't want to be completely silent, but at the same time, you don't want to be so vocal that it comes off in a distasteful manner, right? So I appreciate the Gen Z spirit, the Gen Z fire, the Gen Z bluntness, but I feel like it would be important to tone it down a little bit with more of that millennial mellowness and just like more respectfully pass your point across because I really do feel like older generations need to be challenged. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I really do believe that it's important to speak out on some of the issues that we've observed from previous generations, not just for the purpose of criticizing them, but for actually the purpose of ensuring that we point out those things and don't do them again. And also sometimes it's important for these people to acknowledge the mistakes that they've made. I remember, I think seeing, I think it was a tweet and someone was just really upset about the fact that it seems like in our generation, we're always um, pointing out the things that our parents did wrongly, so to speak. And so the person was trying to say that we don't know the struggles that parents went through, which made them to be the way they were, that we are now criticizing. I hope you followed what I just said. So essentially, the person was for the idea that because we don't know the experiences our parents had, we don't have a right to call out the things that we feel that were wrong that they did. And while I understand that perspective, I still feel like it's wrong because on two levels, one is the fact that they did not tell us what was going on. And at the risk of sounding like someone that is trying to join the bandwagon of criticism, but I really do feel like um, a lot of parents portrayed themselves as invincible or unconsciously presented and projected that that image to us and so we tended to believe that you know nothing could move them or they were they were above everything else we had an almost um surreal uh idea of their capacity their capabilities and who they were as people and so we were not able to see them as just humans 
just like us who had the capacity to feel, to fail, and to do everything else that we do. And so it breeds, or, la- or rather it breeds two kinds of people, either the ones who turned out to be completely bitter or the ones who held their parents in too high esteem. Just because I can't think of another way to describe it, but who exalted their parents beyond reality right and i don't really see anything wrong with us pointing out some of the things that we feel like they did wrong in a respectful manner there's nothing wrong with saying that looking back i feel like my parents um beat me too much for example or looking back my parents shouting did not really achieve a desired result and i think we just struggle with the idea of this now particularly more with millennials, struggle with the idea of holding these older people accountable to before things that we feel like or we know that we're not right. And like I said, I don't think it is wrong if you're not doing it with um, spiteful intent. If you know that in your heart you're just doing it just to keep on saying the stuff that your parents didn't do and then using that as an excuse for why you're not the best version of yourself that you can be. Nah, I'm not supporting you on that. But I feel like it's important for us to have this conversation so that even going forward as people who are going to be parents one day, that we are able to understand what we can do differently, right? And I really do feel like this understanding helps us to even be more human with our own children. Because like I said, a lot of people did not know what was going on with their parents. And so for the fact that you didn't know, you couldn't even relate to them from a place of understanding. I speak for myself probably because it might be a sweeping generalization to say that most of us would have wanted to be more helpful. But I feel like for some of us, if we had known what it was like for our parents, we might have been more helpful or we might have we might have just behaved differently not that you necessarily did anything wrong in the way you behaved but for example if you knew that the reason why your parents said no every time you asked for something was because things were not as rosy financially or because they were trying to teach you financial principles, whatever the case may be, you would have had the proper understanding. So I'll give a practical example of what I mean by this. So say, for example, your parents decided that they wanted to teach you the concept of saving, but then they never told you that they were teaching you the concept of saving, right? And so every time you asked for something, they just said no. And they didn't even say no nicely. They said no in a rude way. So you just grew up thinking that your parents hated you. When in reality, they thought they were training you in the best way possible which maybe if you look back at your life now you think that yes they actually did a good job but that time you didn't know and you didn't understand and because they were not um communicating that with you you just had the had the task of guessing why it was that things were the way they were right and so the summary of this story that i'm telling is just that I really don't think it's a bad thing 
that Gen Zs are so outspoken. I just think maybe there needs to be more training for them and effort on their part to understand how to tone it down, right? Because at the end of the day, no matter how good what you're saying is, if you say it the wrong way, it's really not going to be effective. And I think we all can relate to this as individuals who grew up with parents who probably did certain things that you really appreciate now, but back then, because of the way that they did it, you really were not able to see the value in it. And I know you're probably going to say that, well, now I see the value, so it's fine. The end justifies the means. I really don't believe that the end justifies the means. I really do think that the process is just as important, if not more important than the destination, right? And so if they were trying to do something and you were not able to understand it and they were not even gracious to walk you through that process even if you value what they did at the end you're not going to value it for the process that it was you're just going to value the end result and life does, life isn't about end results life is really more about the processes that we go through to get to the end right and so at the end of the day taking it back home to gen z sorry i digressed it literally became a parenting <laughs> Parenting episode, but on the aspect of Gen Z's, right? I feel like, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say, um, Gen Z's are bad. I don't think they are. I think they had unique life experiences that have shaped their character, right? And instead of looking at them through the lens of the bad eggs that there are, which I know there are so many, it would be more helpful if we looked at how to harness what they have to make our society better, right? Because, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm sorry I'm going to say this, but they didn't raise themselves. So something somewhere has to have gone wrong. And if it's that they were raised well and they chose to still spoil, then we need to look at the environments that they grew up in, right? What is it that is breeding such a quality of people? Please note that I'm not saying that all Gen Zs are bad. I myself, like I said, I'm classified as a Gen Z. So it's not all bad, but definitely there's a lot of negative connotations to the term or phrase Gen Z and I think it's important for us to kind of work through that so I mean if you're Gen Z I'm curious to know what are some of the things that or stereotypes that you've heard being Gen Z if you're not Gen Z what are some of the stereotypes that you have towards Gen Z's and I think I'm going to broaden this a little bit and even ask, as a millennial, what would you say are some of the stereotypes that you've heard people make about you and your particular <laughs> cohorts, for lack of a better word? And yeah, just let me know, like, because I feel like the greatest battle of all times is the 
millennial versus Gen Z battle. And in terms of, I don't want to say rudeness, but in terms of verbal, yes, in terms of ver- verbal winning, I think Gen Zs are doing a much better job. I know I saw this, like, there was a time when there was like this whole Gen Z millennial battle going on. And someone was saying that, well, as much as Gen Zs are really the loud mouth and everything, it's still the millennials that have the money, right? And <laughs> for me, I feel like respect. No, I don't feel like... I know for a fact that respect is something that everybody should be given by virtue of the fact that they are human beings, not necessarily because of what they have or don't have or what they do or don't do. And so in as much as you feel like Gen Z's are a handful, also let me know what you think are some of the positives about Gen Z's and what are some ways that we can actually harness their potential because I feel like it's raw potential. It just needs to be channeled in the right direction. So with that, what is it about Gen Z's? Well, I would say that Gen Z's are a very unique bunch of people who are figuring life out and doing so with a lot of boldness. Positive or negative is disputable, but I feel like there's something that if the right person um, gets in touch with a Gen Z, they would be able to get. So if you're Gen Z, please make sure that you are polite as you are speaking your mind the next place you go. Ensure that you are being the best that you can be as a person and don't get carried away by the tags because at the end of the day, it's really just a label and it doesn't define you. So don't be defined by it. And so this will be the end of the episode. Thank you so much for sticking by. I have not forgotten about that giveaway. Uh, Life is just lifing right now for me. And even as I'm recording this, my eyes are literally closing. But we move. Things have to be done nonetheless. But I'm definitely um, keeping the giveaway in mind. And very, very, very soon... I'm going to announce the information about that. So stay tuned. Until the next one, have a great day or night, depending on where you are in the world. Bye.